Welcome to another episode of Pack, Set, Go, Lifestyle Brothers Traveling Podcast brought to you by Greg the Goon and my co-pilot, Mr. Smalls. Mr. Smalls, are you ready for takeoff? Yes, sir. Okay, sit back, relax, and of course, some brief safety tips from our flight attendant, Ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you very much for your attention, and now we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the takeoff. The captain has made tower communications available. Woo! Smooth sailings. Bright blue skies. 30,000 feet above the clouds. I think it's time to talk about today's topic. But first, let's get loose. Let's relax a little bit. I'm going to take off the fasten seatbelt sign and allow you to speak first, Mr. Smalls, whenever you're ready, at the sound of the beep. <sighs> oh, got my sneakers off, <laughs> my good comfy socks on. Woo! Um, French onion dip. Facts. Don't forget, I got a <laughs> peanut butter and jelly on Stidash, but hopefully I ain't got a result to that. Hopefully this flight has some good food on it. Copy. Um, now, it's been funny. I've been getting a lot of questions throughout the, you know... Our previous podcast, because some people have emailed us and asked us, where the hell are we from? <laughs> I, I guess we never made that distinction because obviously, I mean, we, it's about travel. But I figure today we'll talk about who we are just just to, you know, fill you guys in so you don't have to ask the same question moving forward. It's about time. It's like only five podcasts in. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I wasn't really thinking about that too much because like I was saying, you know, we're talking about travel, travel tips, countries, things to do, things we've done, previous trips, future trips, but we'll start with the trip of birth. You know, <laughs> I mean, my, me, myself, and I. Four scores and 30 years ago. Facts.com, but yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I, I'm from uptown. I mean, I was born in Harlem, 152nd in Amsterdam to be exact. I didn't, I was actually born at home. I didn't make it, I didn't make it to the hospital in time. I came out a little bit early. So yeah, 152nd in Amsterdam is, is my place of birth. Uh, you know, eventually a few years down the road, my parents, they migrated to Westchester to the city of Mount Vernon, where, you know, I was raised for the most part. So I was born in Harlem, grew up in Mount Vernon, and there you have it. I'm a New Yorker, true and through. New York born and raised. No other city like it in the world. No disrespect, but it's just my opinion. And yourself, mm. Mr. Goon? Oh! I was born by the river in a little town. <laughs> and just like that river, <laughs> I've been running ever since. It's been a long time. A long time coming. But I know a flight's gonna come. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I was born in Brooklyn, actually. A lot of people don't know that. I was born in Brooklyn. Um, born in Brooklyn... It was a snowy day in March. And uh, my mother said, this boy right here is going to be trouble. <laughs> she ain't never lie. She ain't never lie. They moved to Queens. Then, even though I'm physically from New York City, mentally, spiritually, uh, what's other word? Give me some more words. Soulfully, um, Harmoniously, give some more adjectives, some more, some more similes. Help me out. Help me out. Help me did out. you take your medication today? I definitely did not. But I rep New Orleans to the fullest. 
Now, now, how, now, how does that play into into you know who you are, where you're from, though? You said you were born in BK. Yeah. Kings County. Then no, you... Cumberland, Cumberland Hospital. Right? No, no, I understand that. Oh, Kings, Kings County, County. That's what it's called. See, I don't even know Brooklyn. See that? Oh, I don't even know. I'm like, okay, so you, 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 I, you were. I got two friends from Brooklyn, and one's dead already. Baby, baby. Well, yes. Okay. So Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and okay. Queens. Now, how did you make that transition to the mid? What is the Midwest play into it? He took Midwest. Well, I mean, New Orleans what, is, is down bottom south. Southwest. Just south. Okay. Well, eh, well okay. Well, let's let's let, let's do it like this. Let's let's keep it hundred. I'm gonna keep it hundred. Okay. So, yes, my body spiritual, my body physically is is made in New York. Right. Okay. okay. okay? Stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. Stay with me. Okay, but my soul, my roots, like everything about me, how I walk, how I talk, how I dress, how I, everything about me is New Orleans. So what, what you what you had Cash Money record albums? I, I just, you had I no just, living just, albums where you was a Master P fan. I, I mean, talk to it's, me. It ain't even about it ain't about it just that's just where I'm from. It's, it ain't even about being a fan. It's just you can't tell me I'm not from there. I can name every street. Every light pole. Okay, have you ever resided in Yes, I have. I have. I have an address in, in New Orleans. Ninth Ward. Okay. St. Bernard Parish. Okay, so so you have resided in yes. Louisiana itself. Yes. So basically from from the first twenty years of my life I erased it. I just started like cut and paste. Okay. From twenty one on up. New Orleans. Heavy, 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 heavy New Orleans. Heavy New Orleans. I never really adapted to the people from New York. No disrespect. You cool. But you know. I appreciate that. Like New Yorkers is, is it's it's they they like they they constantly moving. You know what I'm trying to say? They constantly it's like it's a constant, constant, constant grind. And I'm more of a laid back person. If you know me, then you you love me because I'm I'm laid back. I'm funny, you know. I like to always joke around. My life life to me is fun. I don't have a serious life bone in my body. Never did. I can't relate to and stress. Probably never will. I don't know what stress feels like. No, no, I, can I don't know what that. I can respect the that. first feels like because I heard like in New York, oh the first coming up, oh the first coming up. Like, what does that what does that mean? By the way, when the first comes up, I, I don't understand what it means when the first comes up. That's when the bill man hit, man. That's when oh. the bills is due. For some people, their check is coming, you so know, they can't go outside and they cut back on on extra lobster tails and, and all the shrimps and all this fettuccine and, and fettuccine and stuff you, stuff like you do. Well, I mean, that's what... I'm a New Yorker, so New Yorkers, we grind. Nobody yeah. grinds like we do, man. Yeah. I'm just being honest with you, man. New York yeah. rent is people's mortgages in most other states. It's just the way of life. So, New York, we grind. So, either which way, you got to create but a But why hustle. would you want to keep on grinding and grinding and grinding? Like, is there a time where you just enjoy or you reach the pinnacle? Does your grind ever pay off? It seems like in New York City, the grind never pays off. It's no, like it you does, work it does and pay you off. It does work. pay off. Nah, 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 nah. See, let me explain to you. For some people now, you got different types of people in life. You got some people who who are kind of like entrepreneur. You know, they they may work a certain period of their life to obtain what they really want to do in life. Now, other people are complacent and content with working 25 years, retiring, getting a pension, you know, or a 401k, whether they work for the state or a private sector. And then they're content with that. Each okay. is own. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. I work to travel. Every dollar I make goes into my passion, which is travel. I think a part of my fuel for traveling was probably because I live near an airport. I think that's, that just makes sense. So I would see planes fly over my head every single day. And I wonder, where are they going? Why are they coming here? 
when are they going back? These are questions that... Now, was this in your childhood or in your, in your former years? LaGuardia. Right, LaGuardia. No, but I mean, in your childhood My years, childhood your teenage years. years childhood, yeah. childhood. So let me ask you this question. When, when was your first time on a plane? Mm, I think first time on the plane was when I was like maybe about two years old. Two years old. I went to Guyana for a couple years. Then I came back to America. What you went to Guyana for? A vacation? I think my mother needed a break. But you wanted us to visit. I thought it was a visit, but I stayed in two and a half years. But why did you want to stay in two and a half years in another country? My mother said she needed a break. I mean, you know people in Guyana? Yeah, my mother's from Guyana. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. So you're, you're Guyanese. So you call it. Where are you there by? Okay, okay. So you're you're a okay, let me get this straight though. New I'm Yorker a, I'm a I'm a partially. black Russian Guyanese person that um, what? Wait, I'm sorry. You're a I heard the black, I heard the Guyanese. What was you're a what? My father's Russian. As in what? Russian what? Katla <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so you mean to tell me Nibidi. you speak Russian? Nibidi. So you're a black Russian. You about to go to I, commercial I can't, I can't even talk to you because you don't even speak Russian. Privyet, privyet. Hi, that's all you say is hi? That's all okay. I know. Okay, you watch too much Rocky Four, okay? I need Only you to, word I know. I need you to stop watching Rocky Four, okay? Hey, I need you to learn more some most. more languages. You know what's funny though about languages and travel? This is this is just what I learned from traveling so much. This is why I love traveling because traveling educates you. Most people from other countries speak multiple languages besides the language of their native tongue. That's a fact. But in America, all we speak is English. Now, if you're Spanish, you might speak Spanish and English. But 99.99% of my friends who are black in America only speak English. 99.9. I'm going to say 90, 92%. 92%. I, mean, I, I know quite a few that do speak more than one language. Now, if you go to, say you go, not that far, eight-hour flight to London, the black people in London, they probably speak um, their native language. Probably, like, say they're from Ghana or, or Senegal or Nigeria, they speak their language and also French. French. And also English. Correct. And maybe a little bit of German. Maybe a little I, bit of what German. What is that? I mean, it depends on where you go. I'm be honest with you. English is a very popular language. Now, the reason why I, I feel like so many people speak English, because, you know, America is a money country. So people want to speak the language of the money. So, you know, like, for instance, I've gone to Morocco. Uh, I've met people who speak, you know, broken English, but enough to communicate. And they, they've all told me they were self-taught. They said, I speak Arabic. I speak French. I speak Hebrew, but English I, I was taught by reading books. Or, or, or watching... Watching TV. Yeah, TV shows. A lot shows. of them told me they watch a movie. One guy told me he watched the same movie over and over and over and over and over again. Probably, I don't know, a hundred times. And he learned the words from the movie to translate to speak to people who were coming in that were foreigners. Which I was always amazed by. I'm going to be honest with you. I was, I was thoroughly impressed and I was like, wow. But now, now let me ask you a question. Now, you said you're, you're a black... Russian, uh, GT, Guyanese, born in Brooklyn, Queens, and your your heart is in New Orleans, correct? Slash, slash Buddhist now. Slash 
Buddhist. Yeah, because I, I live in Thailand for six months. Now, Thailand, Queens? No, Thailand. I live in Phuket. You know that. I mean, but the podcast world is not in Thailand. I do six months in Thailand, six months in the States. Maybe eight months in Thailand, four months. It depends. It varies. I don't like cold weather no more. It's just cold weather just doesn't work with me anymore. No, I, I, I mean, I can't disagree with you on that. I only have two goals in life now. What, what two goals are that? Travel and always wear flip-flops. Those are the two things that make me happy. Happiness is key, though. Happiness is the only thing you need in life. Yeah, happiness that fuels. Is happiness is the gasoline that fuels the plane to take me to where I have to go. Woo! It fuels your passion, right? Woo! Write that one down. Make yeah, sure. Right there, yeah, right there. No, you write it down. You write it down. You write it down. Because you only speak one language. You write it down. Privet. It's <laughs> Rocky for a guy. Did I go? Privet. How do you say peanut butter? If he dies, he dies. How do you say peanut butter? If he dies, he dies. Wait. How do you say peanut butter and jelly in Russian? If he dies, he dies. That's what I want to know. Is that peanut butter and jelly? Yet. No, no. I need peanut butter and jelly. Yet. All right. But now. So you jumped on a plane at two. Two. Now, the crazy thing is, in my lifetime, growing up, you know, it was, you know, I have uh, three siblings, so it was four of us total. And when we traveled with the family, we did road trips. Jumped in the car, station wagon, you know, head down to the family land, North Carolina, go to Virginia, Maryland, Philadelphia. Not that far, to be honest with you. But it was always done by a car. Very seldomly did we take a bus, and if we did, it wasn't all of us. Maybe one or two would get on the bus, or maybe the Amtrak, but for the most part, we did car trips, road trips. Now, my first venture onto a plane, to be honest with you, I was about, I believe, 18 or 19 years old. My very, very first time on a plane. Took a plane from JFK, and I went all the way across to Mexico. And I'm not talking I'm not talking Cancun, Mexico. I'm talking, you know. I wish I had the narcos uh no, no. theme music to queue up. <laughs> I'm glad you don't. But yeah, my first trip honestly on the plane was, you know, it was a different lifetime, but I, I went all the way across to Mexico. I mean yeah, you know, if you ever heard of Sinaloa, you heard of Chihuahua, I I visited those countries many, many years ago. And that was my first time actually on a plane, getting on the plane to go out west. Wait, it, I heard those names before. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not Cancun. Is that, is that, is that where, the, where the cartels live? I, that's what I've heard. I don't know. But like I said, it was a long time ago. But that was my first time on a plane. And actually, when I boarded the plane, I was amazed. I'm going to be totally honest with you because, you know, as a young adult, when I first got on, it, you know, I. It was it was more than what I even imagined it to be. I, I've seen planes on TV, movies, of course, a thousand times, even in the museums. You know, you get on a plane as a kid, you know, your imagination runs wild. My first time actually on the plane, I was amazed, like, wow. Then I, I learned about, you know, the, the window seat, the aisle seat, you know, the differences with, you know, your preference of sitting, you know, the first class, business class, economy. You know, checked bag and, you know, you can't carry everything onto your, your your carry on bag. Certain things are, you know, prohibited. You know, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of stuck for a little while because I was like, wow, I was amazed. Then getting off the plane, going there to retrieve your luggage, the carousel. But that 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 really fueled my thirst for travel because from that point on, there was no looking back. I said, OK, well, you know what? I was able to save a little bit of money here and there and I sent me venture out to some other countries. So, you know, 19, 20 years of age. You know, Dominican Republic, 
Jamaica, the Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico. And then it's just from there, I just started to expand to further and further regions of the world. What I can truly say about it is that, you know, I loved it and I've never looked back. So I can say, you know, that the first trip in up to the almost 60th country that we're into now, it's all been a thrill ride. But the crazy thing is, every time I take a trip, it feels like it's the first trip all over again. Because when I, I don't know about you, when I know I'm booking to a new region, a new, a new country that I've never been to, I feel like a little kid. Well, it's getting hard to find places to go that we haven't been to, even though there's like 194 or 92 countries recognized in, countries in, in, yeah. in the world and we've been to almost like 59 60 it seems like the other 100 and what 130 130 left we can't find well it's uh with the restrictions and everything going on in certain countries i you know it's turmoil so we can't travel there i'm sorry we could travel there but of course the american embassy and the uh you know the u.s um was it the u.s department of travel they always give you little warnings like, hey, this country is, you know, it's a, it's a level, level restrictive, level four, meaning they don't, you know, we don't advise Americans to go there, especially just for tourism. If it's work related, make sure you notify the embassy because of, you know, certain things, a certain conflict. But sometimes I guess it's believable, but other times it's not totally accurate because I remember when we went to Thailand, we went to Bangkok. I don't know if you remember, they were protesting. It was a, it was a warning level saying, "Hey, they're doing a lot of protesting. It's not we're not advising Americans to go there right now because there's no telling what may happen." But the very few protests that we did see, common sense. Okay, they're protesting down the street this way. I'm gonna go across the street and go this way. Had no issues. I didn't, I didn't have any problems with safety. I didn't feel threatened or or nervous any time whatsoever. But you know, every trip, every situation, of course, is gonna be different so you know I, I totally get it but yeah i mean in regards like you said though we got to find new destinations um you know i i, I feel that we, we're going to be able to achieve it you know probably in 2021 yeah i gotta find something that's off the radar that nobody has ever been to which is hard but you might have heard of it through maybe jeopardy or you know one of those game shows like papa new guinea I don't know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knew somebody that, that could even spell Papua New Guinea, let alone been there. And a, a friend of mine invited me there about 10 years ago, but I was reluctant to go because he wanted to stay for like about two weeks. Uh, a buddy of mine has a saltwater fish business. And what he does is, you know, he go he goes to other countries and pays the local fishermen so he can export live fish as well as the live rock. So maybe about 10 years or maybe 12 years ago, a buddy of mine actually went to Papua New Guinea to go there and set up an, an agreement to for those guys to bring in for him live rock. You know, in the fish tank, you know, a lot of the stuff in there is all live. So you have live rock, you know, not just the lava rock, but other type of rock and coral. So he actually set up a contract. But he stayed there for like two weeks. That's the reason why I didn't go. Now, the pictures he showed me were amazing. And if you didn't know, in Papua New Guinea, they have actually they have aboriginal aboriginals they're like a bunch of people that kind of you know the indigenous people you know they they have uh melanin skin so of course they look similar to us and you know they speak their own language whatever but he was able to communicate because of course english being a popular language a lot of people spoke english wow it is a long trip though 
Yeah, it's not, it's not a direct flight. You know, he explained to me how he had to do it. He had to bounce like two countries to get there. But they had to go to Hawaii first. JFK to Hawaii, Hawaii to Fiji, and maybe Fiji to Papua New Guinea or something like that. There's it, a few ways now because I, I looked at it. There's multiple ways to get there now. It's not a lot of ways, but there are ways to get there, more than one. But again, like I told you, it was a very... It's no direct flights going, so I'm not going to say it's remote in the sense of, like, you know, it's very, very hard to get there. It's just that there's no when you do take that trip, you're going to look at at least a 10-day minimum. So I can see why he did 14 days. Makes sense. You know what? We should add it to our list for next year. Papua New Guinea? Papua New Guinea for the win. Okay. It's in my notes. Yeah, Papua New Guinea. And? It, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there's a lot of countries that, you know, we, we, we definitely need to visit. I mean... Well, that's that's been on my on my mind. It's been like it's been haunting me when I go to sleep. It's like Papua New Guinea, Papua New Guinea. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it does look Papa amazing. It does look amazing. It looks like in a great, uh, uh, you know, a great region where you know you're definitely be able to learn a lot. It's culturally enriched. Papua New Guinea. So, yeah, it's culturally enriching. So therefore, you definitely will leave there with something new. Come something to Papua New Guinea. <laughs> yeah, you would definitely learn something new. Come to Papua New Guinea. Now, let me ask, how, how many continents have you been to? Come to Papua New Guinea. <laughs> well. Come to Papua New Guinea. How do you say peanut butter and jelly in Russian? It's got the initiative. Come to Papua New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> how do you say Papua New Guinea in Russian? Papa, toy Papa. Baba ski Papa. Papa. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> no, we're gonna look that. We're gonna start, yeah, we're gonna start gotta, researching that for next year. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could do because usually what we do, guys, usually at the end of the year, or the beginning of the year, we do like one big trip. You know, kind of you know to end the year off to bring the year in. It's like you know something we've been doing for the last I don't know five years or so. So maybe maybe that could be the 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 twenty twenty one set off. Yeah, right? Papua, Papua New Guinea because that's gonna be fourteen days. So we believe on the fifteenth of December. 2020 and arrived back into America from Papa <laughs> Yeah, that, that might be. I'm gonna look into that. That is, of course, they don't have any restrictions. And yeah, that's a long trip. So that cuts half of the people who I want to invite on the trip with me, too. Cuts it half. 14 days is a long time. It's around Christmas, it's around New Year's. People like to do the same thing every year get dressed, watch the ball drop, and say, I'm going to the gym January 1st, but I'm sure there's a gym in Papa New Guinea. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure there's something you could do to stay physically fit. That is I a fact. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, I think, I think, I think um, these places are in my mind from when I was younger because I used to have um, Encyclopedia Britannica, but I never had the whole series. Like, I had like A and I had <laughs> D. I don't know why we had Y, because there's no Y countries. Y was, like, probably, y was probably a two for one. Yeah, it was seven. probably free. The guy's like, hey, knock, knock. You want the Y? <laughs> like, no. I needed the P. Like, why do you need the P for? Papa no <laughs> So my mother only only got me the A and the think that I think what they had the K, I think they had the A, the K, and the Y. I don't know why I got the Y for. But back in the days before they had computers, well they had computers, but back in the day when um when computers weren't that accessible to people, it was a book and it had all the pictures of the birds, 
Mm-hmm. Um, they had the birds, they had the state flags, and they had um, like geographical locations and stuff to do in these countries that begin with A, like Alaska. It tells you the GDP, um, the the amount of people that live there, what's the export, what's the import. It's a great, it's a great book. It's like like, like probably like two hundred fifty pages. And all you do was just look at the pictures every day and just imagine and wonder. One day yeah. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at this bird. I never had, like, I'm not trying to think what bird gave me the A. But anyway, so I had A, and I had K, and I had Y. I don't know what happened to the other um, alphabets, because the guy only came by like once every three months to sell us the books, and um, it was a, it was I got hooked looking in the books. So that's where I probably first realized I wanted to go to Alaska, and we went to Alaska already. But we didn't go to Antarctica. We didn't do Antarctica yet. That's another continent that we missed. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, it's another continent. Right. So we did um, five out the seven. So yeah, North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa. We missed um, Australia, Australia, Antarctica, Antarctica. in two ways. And those are the two places that are are kind of kind of a little bit pricey i I want to say expensive because expensive depends on the person's money but it's 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 not easy to get to antarctica number one that's definitely not a direct flight i'd rather go to north pole and take a ride with santa claus well yeah that's gonna be the tricky (laughs) that's that's gonna be hard because they don't even have flights you go you have to go with a cargo plane or some type of some type of way to get there i see people get there or even on a cruise ship I saw a cruise ship. It's a cruise but it's ship. Not, but that's like a 30-day cruise ship or a 20-day cruise ship. It's not it's even like, like expedition. expedition. So it's like... I've been researching, dog. Don't want to give 20 days of my life on a boat to say I've been to Antarctica when I can see penguins in the Bronx Zoo? Yes. Okay. It's the experience. Plus, a lot of people leave to Antarctica out of South America. People don't realize that. They leave out of uh, Argentina. Through Drake's, pa- Drake's Passage? Correct. You know how I know that? Let me guess. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. There exactly. you go. There you and go. And I said, it can't be the same Drake, because Drake just came out. So this had to be a different Drake. Encyclopedia was from the 70s. So. Yeah, so it was, Drake wasn't born yet. So yeah, I saw Drake's Passage. I'm like, oh, wow, Drake's Passage. Down the down the bottom, by the tip of Argentina and over there. I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. we're uh, we, we going to make that happen. Maybe yeah. 20, 2021 is a year of doing, so we're going to okay. make that happen. So let's, 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 let's set goals. Let's set goals. But we don't live life by our goals. We live life by our behaviors to the goals. That's what I learned today. Because goals come and go. But reasons why you follow your goals was make you who you are. So we're going to set a goal to go to Papua New Guinea. And and I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to up the ante. And Antarctica. What year? Next year. I want everybody in the podcast world to hold us to this. Say less. So every time you see us. Say, hey, Lifestyle Brothers, did you go to Antarctica yet? Supposed to go. Did you go to Papua New Guinea? <laughs> and make sure when you say that to us, you say it in the exact same, what's that, baritone? <laughs> baritone voice, you know? Hey, you guys, I see you guys in Cancun. I see you guys in Tulum. I see you guys in um in, uh, in, Vegas. in, in Vegas. I see you guys in, uh, DR. in DR. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's cute. That's, that's cute and dandy. But when you guys go into... I need, I need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, man. <laughs> listen, all that Papua New Guinea now, I'm home. Oh, I'm a, I'm right, I'm, I want to go now. Well, listen, but the airport's closed. Yeah, I'm about airport's to go get me some bread. All right. Shout out to Skippy, peanut butter. <laughs> shout out to Wait, Welch's grape jelly. And shout out to Home Pride Wheat Bread. Well, that's how you get there because you have to save your money to get to Papua New Guinea. 
I know it's not cheap. So you better get them crackers and get them sandwiches, them sandwiches. You know, you want to get the... Papa Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. This has been Lifestyle Brothers. I'm glad you get the chance to know who we are and laugh with us and grow with us. And make sure you definitely, definitely want to make sure, not subscribe yet. If you do see us in real life, please make sure that we are held accountable to what we say. Please say, hey, 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 Greg, Greg the Goon, Mr. Smalls, when are you guys going to Antarctica? They, yeah. they, they may say, hey, you know what? I want to come too. Okay, you could come too. I'm buying, I'm, I'm buying the. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do the podcast live, live stream from Antarctica. And where else? Papa Nogan. It sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, we're signing off now. But before we do sign off, people, make sure. I hate this part. Listen, make sure you check us out, thelifestylebrothers.com. Be sure yes. to subscribe, follow, tell a friend to tell a friend, YouTube, Instagram, we're all over the place. Remember, people, pack, set, go. The Lifestyle Brothers. And keep podcasting. <laughs>